0: He came here to do three things. Drink beer, talk sports, and drink some more beer. That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Uh-huh.
1: Today's a party. It's a goodbye party for Randy Slack. Leaving the DV Morning Show. No more Steelers Nation Radio. A partner of Matt Williamson's there on SNR. His shoes will need to be filled. Matt joins us now. Matt, you are going to cry yourself to sleep tonight? Yeah, the slackers are heading
0: out, moving up in the world.
1: He is, although kind of. I mean, he's going to North Carolina. There's a bunch of racists there. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. Matt Williamson here, as I mentioned, joining me here on the Crowley Show. The Steelers tweeted out not too long ago that they've got nine pro bowlers. And I don't know if that should be tweeted out there like a positive
0: well, it's kind of, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It'd be better if you had zero.
1: Who's the most talented team in the National Football League? I
0: think it's yours.
1: Yeah. I really do. That's what I thought, too. And that just reinforced me being upset. Whenever I saw the tweet, it just made me more angry. I don't want to talk about the Pro Bowl, though, with you, Matt. That's not why I brought you on, and mercifully, we're not going to do that. I do want to look ahead to the Super Bowl a little bit here First blush, if Rob Gronkowski doesn't play, how much does that even the playing field? Matt? Matt? Oh, no. We lost him. And Joe left the room. And so did Brian. So now I'm all alone. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four Williamson is the number if you want to call back. That's 412 You know what, though? We do things differently on the show. Joe's not in there. Brian's not here. I can't dial the phone. I'm not afraid to go call him out. So I'm going to walk away from the microphone. I'm going to find them, and you're going to hear how long it takes me to get their asses. Okay? Give me a minute here. As I said, I was going to go find someone (laughs) and leave the microphone on.
2: I'll get you the number.
1: Call him. I should have just gone in the other room and called him is what I should have (laughs) done.
2: You got a mic in there.
1: It's not my job, though. Now Williamson, you got question marks up. He's texting me. There's nothing I can do. What happened to Joe? That's the question. That's a good question. Where the hell did Joe go? This is clearly demerit. I said he was complacent.
2: Like, he's running the mothership, and it just disappeared. This is why you stay in for exactly
1: this reason. You're going to get mad at him, aren't you?
2: I'm deciding right now. Imagine I'm if he did to this up. to
1: Stan. What if he did this to Stan? What's happening then?
2: Oh, it stands in every, like, upper management office in the Oh, building. my
1: God. All right, call Williamson.
2: Yeah, I can't talk and call, okay?
1: Do you have hey, Williamson's man. number? Okay, very good. Joe, did he just leave mid-show for the TV morning show? I think Randy Would you dial to... the number? Would you You're asking me stuff. You, at I'm me. asking the audience. You're looking at me. No. Well, I always look at my producer. Mainly because Joe just looks so damn good. See, is the problem here. You reward Joe for his success. The success then goes to his head, and then he bails on a segment. He's probably dropping a deuce, pitching one off. I imagine that's probably what he's doing. He never would have done that in the past. And this made me lose Matt Williamson. And for that reason, I am chagrined. I'd asked him a very nice question, one that would have given us a lot of information about the Super Bowl. And then Joe is up and leaves, and the phone just drops. We have Williamson back. Sorry about that, buddy. Yeah, that was on you guys, right? Uh, Well, I have no idea, but Joe was off dropping a deuce or something, and I couldn't find anyone, so I was just sitting here talking to myself. You dropped oh, nice. off, and no one could call you back. But we've okay. figured it all out. Matt, the question that I asked before you did drop was this. If Rob Gronkowski doesn't play, how much does that even the playing field?
0: Oh, okay. I didn't hear that question. Last I heard, we were talking about who's the most talented team in the league. Um, oh, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. I mean, he's—he, I think he might be coming off his best year, which is unbelievable. I mean, Brady's gotten all the attention up there. Rightfully so, probably to win the MVP. But Gronk's had a phenomenal season. I mean, he's out there. He is such a difference maker. Best tight end I've ever seen. I think he's the best tight end that's ever lived. And just a little nugget, you know, like the Eagles, against base personnel as that game went on last week, they started going to big nickel, you know, with three safeties on the field and playing a safety as a pseudo linebacker. The thing is with Gronk, if you do that, he lines up in line and is blocking a 200-pound safety 10 yards <laughs> downfield. You know, like there's no answer when he's on the field because they move him around so well. He's such an brutal chess piece to try to line up against and they can utilize him because of Brady and, you know, how smart they are.
1: Which team has more talent? If you step aside from the quarterback position, which team, which roster's better? Eagles,
0: and I've been really high on the Eagles. I picked them to win their division from the start, and then part of that's because I'm such a Wentz. I'm so smitten with Wentz. But their defense, I mean, their defensive line is the best in the league. It's like eight guys deep. It's crazy good. The secondary's young and doing improving. The linebackers are active and decent. I think the the combination, one thing I've been saying about the Eagles this week is I don't think any team in the league has better big men. You know, the, the combination of O-line and D-line, I'll take the Eagles over 31 other teams. I would rather have the Patriots' skill guys, you know, I mean, because of Gronk, you know, Brandon Cooks, You know, those guys are better than Alshon and Ertz and those dudes. But Philly's not short there. Running backs are about the same. I'd probably give the edge to New England. But the defensive personnel is way better in Philly.
1: Now, I'm not going to ask you who has the better coaching staff because that default answer has to be Bill Belichick, but yeah. what, what is it about the coaching staff for Philadelphia that has been able to turn them into what they've become in a couple of years to the point where they get to the Super Bowl without the next maybe great quarterback in this league?
0: Yeah, and I didn't see that coming. I mean, no one saw what Foles did last week coming. I mean, he really, really played well by any standards. Best game of his career. Um, I had some pro football focus guys on my Locked On podcast, and they said that was the second-best um, grade they gave any quarterback in any game this year. You know, wow. like, wow, what are you I – mean, I mean, so it's it was a historic performance by an average player. Um, where did we go with this? Oh, the coaching staff. I think Schwartz is an exceptional defensive coordinator and has been for a long time. Probably will get back in the head coaching – you know, discussion soon, and he kind of is the overlooked guy. But on offense, they run a lot of RPOs, they run a lot of play action, they have a very good line, and, you know, Wentz orchestrated that stuff extremely well. Foles has been up and down, but, you know, if you remember, I mean, this is an Andy Reid disciple running things. Who has a really good feel for offense, and they incorporate a lot of college principles. I think we're going to see that more and more in the league. I mean, you, you see that a lot right now where, People are realizing quarterbacking in the NFL is difficult, so why not incorporate some college things? You know, I hope that the, the Titans hire a guy that has a college background for Mariota. You know, things like that. That it, you don't have to make it so hard on these guys anymore.
1: What needs to happen for Philadelphia? I mean, does Foles need to play like he played last week? Uh, can anything short of that get it done? How do you think that the Eagles' defense is going to be able to? Disrupt Brady. Uh, do you do you think they will be able to slow him down?
0: I think he'll get hit. You know, I mean I'm sure that they'll try to get it out of his hands quick and that'll be successful, and I'm sure that they'll find mismatches they like. Probably Gronk, probably their running backs. Maybe they connect on a deep shot to Cooks. I mean, that's certainly all very possible and could happen. But he's gonna get hit. I mean, their offensive line's at a major disadvantage against the Eagles front. Um If Foles plays like he did last week, they'll be right in it. I mean, like I said, I mean that was a historically great game. If he if he plays like he usually does, I could still see it being close and then in the second half, Brady and Belichick and Patricia and they they start to figure things out on both sides of the ball. And then Brady's, you know, picking at a sword. You know, like they're they find an open wound and then they just keep sticking their finger in it, you know, and tearing at it a little bit more. And we know that they're so good at doing that. That's kind of how I see this game going, is tight, 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 and then eventually, ooh, we found something. Ooh, we found another thing. And then the dam starts to break.
1: Earlier in the week, and Matt Williamson joined me here on the Crowley Show, we were discussing just how impressive the run is for the Patriots since Brady's been there. And the numbers are really staggering. He's been in the Super Bowl in 47% of the seasons he's played. Like, right. I mean, that just it's just asinine. I mean, I, it, it's unbelievable, honestly, hearing some of these things back. They go to the AFC Championship game every damn year. I mean, they won five out of seven Super Bowls. I think it's going to be six of eight, but hey, we shall see.
0: I mean, to throw one out Yeah, that's relevant locally, Brady's gone to four less AFC Championship games than the Steelers. Right. Who's like one of the most successful organizations in AFC
1: history. Which is why I said earlier in the, the week. the Jaguars or Texans. Right. I, I said, Matt, that the, the Patriots have, in my opinion, le- leapfrogged the Steelers in terms of the greatest organization. Just because I put the Patriots dynasty ahead of what the Steelers were able to do in the 70s. And so that, for me, was the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker was two great franchises, which dynasty is better, and it's got to be New England based on longevity. That doesn't happen today. It, it, it's impossible that it's happened. It really is.
0: It is, and you're 100% right, and I think what they've done is more impressive because, not to take away from the Packers or the Cowboys or the 90s or certainly the Super Steelers or the Montana Niners, but in those days, let's say you'd string together four really good draft classes. you got a pretty good team for a long time. right? You know what I mean? I mean, like, that's not easy to do. You know, drafting Swan, Stallworth, Webby, and Lambert (laughs) sure helps. (laughs) You know what I mean? But if you build a really good team, Joe Green doesn't become a free agent in 1976, you know, and you got to franchise him, and, oh, you lost Lambert. You know, like maintaining it is so much harder. I mean, a six-year run of utter dominance is awesome. But to do it this long and to reinvent yourself so many times, like this team looks much different than the Moss teams or the Aaron Hernandez teams, or you know, and they were all equally great. There's two constants, and they're – Really, now I think in the conversation for don't compare him to other football coaches and quarterbacks. Maybe compare them to the best coach who ever lived at any sport or the best player that ever lived at any sport.
1: Yeah, to me, I was Just doing, resume wise. Well, for sure. I mean, it's Chicago Bulls like, right? I mean, but even better than that. Yeah. I mean, and, and I suppose but better than that. Yeah, yeah, and Longer. I suppose yeah, yeah right. And and the the Spurs. I mean, they've had their success for a long period of time, but. I mean, this is just sheer, utter dominance. And, and even when they don't win it, they're going to have a damn say. I mean, they're, they're one of the top two seeds, seemingly, every year.
0: Right. And I don't care what happens this offseason. I'm going to pick them to win the AFC East next year. Yeah. well, I mean, like, 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 No matter what. I mean, unless Belichick and Brady retire. You yeah. know? I mean, no matter what the other three teams do, I mean, I probably will pick them to win the Super Bowl again. You know, like I was saying that on the podcast yesterday, like I've been doing this almost 15 years as a media guy. I bet I've picked the Patriots in the preseason to win the Super Bowl ten times. I'm sure I've picked them to go to the playoffs 15 times. Right. <laughs>
1: it's boring. I mean, that. I mean, that should be the default. Every year, if you're an analyst, pick the Patriots, because you're going to be right more than you're wrong. I mean, that's reality.
0: It should be a, it should be a new rule that you you have to pick somebody else.
1: I mean, hell, who is it? USA Today, they picked them to go undefeated this year, and then they started off poorly, and then they wound up 13-3 in the Super Bowl. And, uh, I mean... <laughs> At, right, t- at times right. this year, Matt, I was saying that these Patriots kind of look human, and I fell into that trap last year too. And I should just not allow that to happen. Like every year, I kind of think, oh well, maybe this team's not as good, or maybe this team's not as good, or maybe this team's not as good or as talented. And it doesn't matter because they just they outthink you and they outscheme you. And I guess th- this is a good as time to need to ask this question with the coordinators leaving. I mean, does anything change? I mean, how much does that hurt?
0: I mean, I think they're both really good at what they do. I just wrote an article saying that the mcdaniels luck relationship in Indy could be the next great one, like a Belichick-Brady. I mean, slowly roll a little bit to Williamson, but you know what I'm saying. Like, that could be a perfect, you know, a perfect team to take over when Brady, you know, retires. You would think that would be a catastrophic loss to the Patriots, but I bet it isn't. I'm sure there's three assistants, I bet there's, six assistant coaches on that, that staff that we don't know their names that are great at what they do.
1: Matt, appreciate the time, man. We're going to let you go now whenever I still have control. All right, brother. Talk thanks to you later. Thanks for the time. Ernie tweets. That underscore Adam Crowley. Sir, I don't appreciate you saying North Carolina is a bunch of racists. By the way, your show stinks at iHeartRadio, at ESPN Pittsburgh. Bring back David Todd, hashtag cheap labor, hashtag firecrowley. hashtag I only listen for your guests. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it. Okay. Here's the thing, Ernie. Ratings are up okay. 300%. And learn how to take a joke. Of course not everybody in North Carolina, is a racist. Slack's not one.
2: He's not there yet.
1: That's true. I rescind my previous comment. Everyone there is a racist.
2: Until next week. Yes. Slack gets there. Yes,
1: and Allison, although I can't speak for her because I don't know her all that well. Coming up next, Rob Rossi. It's a Crowley show.
0: Okay.
3: I believe the kindest way to put it, um, I I would feel really bad for a lot of people that uh, work there. And have worked there if all of that is true
1: and uh, you've never talked so slowly yeah. in your life Rob you never- <laughs> well it's a
3: tough spot because I mean look everybody knows the history between that uh, that that particular uh, media member and I well so, so let, uh, me just, I, let me just let me I just hope it's not I hope it's not
1: true agreed for many I really
3: reasons wish it weren't I really wish it weren't.
1: If well, it is. well, let me just say this, Rob. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to ask anybody to come on the show and and do that. I'm not going to ask anybody to come on the show and talk about their personal experiences. The reason, the thing that I want to talk to you about is the, I think is the journalism Deadspin aspect. Piece, That's I
3: think it. That's piece lacked focus and structure. Yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, more. I thought there were a lot of things in that piece that. Uh, corroborative evidence uh, wouldn't suffice for me if I were publishing it. That doesn't mean, I think, things that didn't uh, have evidence shown to us other than um, he said, she said, whatever. um, That that doesn't speak to any of those allegations. I just think that as a reporter, I think you need to have a lot of things ironclad in concrete. That said, I wouldn't have taken victory laps if I were anybody that they didn't, because look, I think that T should scare the daylights out of anybody in the media starting their own site or even working for a company. Because Adam, I've said this for years. Anybody that knows me has um I think some of the greatest reporters I've ever met are women. And as I've told every woman I've ever known getting into this business, when they've talked to me for advice, they are going to face things that are, that have been accepted as part of the culture that should not be accepted. And they're going to have to um, deal with things that men, especially white men, don't. And it sickens me and it disgusts me. And there are a lot, a lot of very, very good, great journalists out there that are female. I consider some of them friends. There are some in this town, um, and there are many across the country, and they should not be subjected to a, a workplace environment that I think probably exists at a lot of places.
1: I agree with everything you just said. Uh, from the journalism stuff on down, and having worked with a lot of women, I mean... It's it's two thousand and eighteen, Rob, and it, right. it's still it still can suck to be a woman in this kind of work environment. And uh the, the Yeah, and that's
3: that's and that's not acceptable. No. And look, the truth is all of us, myself included, need to take a hard look at how we have dealt with not only women, but minorities and everybody. It's We have lived a privileged life as white men in this industry, and I'm totally okay if we're not living that privileged life anymore and having to ask tough questions and and evaluate things because, quite frankly, it shouldn't be more difficult for somebody to establish uh, working credentials and propel a career just because of their gender or just because of their skin color or anything. I mean, I'm a, and, and I'm just a believer of that. Um, and I mean, I think that speaks more to the industry than it does to any one piece. Um, look, we all hear things uh, through the grapevine. Um, I I I hope the things I've heard over the years of the grapevine aren't true about a lot of things. Yes. Um, you know, that's all I can say. And and if. <sighs> If the stuff that was reported, if where there's truth, um, I hope steps are really seriously being taken to change.
1: I really do. I agree, and I hope that the steps they've already taken are not just for show. Rob Rossi joining me here on the Crowley Show. Let me
3: say this, too: there are a lot of good people that work for that site. There are site. great...
1: Dale Lawley's one, of my, of, one yeah, of my best friends. He's one of my best friends in a lot the world. Of good yeah.
3: people that work for that site, and this has to be an excruciating time. For them, Um, I I don't wish this on anybody. I don't wish what was said to happen on anybody. Um, You know, it's like I said to to a friend last night, Adam, who's outside the business, who asked me about it. Something like that, nobody looks good. It doesn't help anybody. And people shouldn't be picking sides on this, you know, thinking about validation versus, you know, uh, hard stances in one corner. This isn't one of those issues where we need to be in a bubble. Well, you know, well, just prove this.
1: This didn't prove. That. Oh my God, Rob, Seriously. you're 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 you right here, and look, we both know people on both sides, and we both know who's casting stones and who's not here. What what does bother me more than maybe anything else? Well, well unless everything's true, what bothers me here is. Well, one of the things that bothers me, I want to pick the words, choo- uh, choose the words properly, obviously. My God, I'm stumbling all over myself here on this story, Rob. I'm just trying yeah, to be honest here. At
3: least it's not a very uh, dangerous subject to be searching for thoughts live on the air. Actually. Yeah, right. Well, I,
1: I, I said it yesterday as this was all coming out. I said, I'm, I'm a lot of things, but the one thing you can't say that I am is dishonest. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And right. I was searching yesterday, and I still find myself searching. But one No, wait, 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 one one second. second. I want you to give it to me in one second. I want you to give it to me in one second. What I was going to say is it bothers me that people who are sources in this story are doing so not to uncover truths that happen, things that are awful if true. They did it because they wanted their own personal satisfaction. Well,
3: I don't pretend to ever know unless i've been told that why people speak um and i you know having not been a source for the story or um having not done the interviewing for the story I i can't speak to that but i will just say this um we all have a personal responsibility as uh members of the media as members of the human race and if we're running a company Uh, to the people we employ and um, that's not to say mistakes cannot be made but um, repeated patterns are repeated patterns and i would just prefer that we all wrap our head around the concept that the repeated pattern we need is start treating people better start treating women better specifically and for anybody let me just say this i have a lot of friends in the media i think that disagree with me on this but i'll say this too, adam This isn't a, this isn't a moment in time. I think people are making that mistake. This is a marker in time. You're going to be on the right or the wrong side of this. Okay. And I, and I think a lot of people in our position have evaluated everything we've come to know about the way we conduct our business. And I would encourage every man to have hard conversations with himself. With the women in his life that he knows that he can get an honest opinion from about the way they have behaved, especially in the sports media, because it's been an old white boys club for a long, long time, and it will not be again. That's not coming back. And if people think it's going to sort of go away because this is just a moment in time, they are wrong. They will be proven wrong, and they will not survive this, nor should they. They don't deserve to be part of the same club that we're in, Adam.
1: Rob Rossi running for president coming up in a couple of years. Uh, Rob, what do you think about abortion? Just kidding. Uh, Rob Rossi, <laughs> Upgroove, joining me here. I'm
3: Catholic, man. You know that.
1: <laughs> On the Crowley Show. Funny story about you, my friend. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> My don't worry don't worry don't worry I, we have fun on this show we're also not polished and we accept that that's part of the fun i was getting my hair cut the other day and my hair looks fabulous right now i'm just i'm not gonna lie i, I went to i went to a salon yeah it's, I, I look hot and i'm sitting in the chair and a woman tells me uh she says uh, do you know someone who wor- whose name is rob that you might work with i said is his last name rossi And she goes ah i, I don't know I said he's got great hair. She goes, "That's got to okay. be the guy." Then
3: ah, yes. You go to so Flume
1: You go to Flume <laughs> Glam Bar.
3: Uh, I do not.
1: Okay, you do have good hair, though.
3: I do. I'm glad you followed up that very uh, serious discussion with one about my hair. But
1: well, that's what we do. I can't. People don't want I all serious I mean, all the time. I mean, it's radio. Nobody's looking at my hair, so
3: by all means, describe it.
1: What's the quaff like today? How's it looking?
3: Ah, it's a little floppy going to the right. I'm trying to grow it a little bit long again. So we'll see. Hopefully by the time the playoffs start, I'll have a little bit of length. I, might, I may bring back the mullet, Adam. I'm thinking hard about it. I'm thinking hard about bringing back the mullet.
1: Just throw a hockey helmet on. You'll look smoking, baby. Yeah.
3: I'm thinking I won't cut the hair as long as West Virginia is playing basketball this season.
1: I like that. I, you know what? I might take you up on that one. We should do that together. That'd be fun.
3: Well, why not? Since I've pretty sure our careers ended today.
1: Yeah, it's over. It's over. I've talked entirely too much about threesomes and otherwise today on the show. Wow. I don't I don't think – I wanted to talk sports with you. I, in fact, I didn't really even want to get oh, really? into all that. Yeah, I didn't want to. But then we did, and now we've run out of time, unfortunately.
3: You can ask a sports question. Well, ask one. Go ahead.
1: Who's winning the Pro Bowl? All right. Goodbye, Adam. Goodbye, Rob. Thank you. I apologize for ambushing you if that's what wound up <laughs> happening. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. He's gone. You remember the thing where your ear rings br-
2: momentarily? Mine's ringing right now. Is it actually? Yeah, I, I thought it was something to do with the sound coming to our headphones. But okay. I'm, I'm hearing it. Well, too. then it
1: might have. Because uh, I, So, I freak out about everything. Do it. Earlier today, I had this sharp pain that felt like it was behind my heart on the left side of my chest. And it was there for about 42 and a half seconds. Not that I was talking. <laughs> and I've had the feeling once before, like three years ago at a Pirates game, not that I know exactly when... And I'm standing upstairs and my cats are on the bed and I just got out of the shower. I'm wearing a towel and not to get you all excited and I think, oh my God, I'm gonna die here. I'm gonna have a freaking heart attack. My wife's gonna come home and my cats are gonna be feasting on my balls. My eyeballs. I was okay. okay. Then two seconds ago, well, a minute or two ago, I'm sitting here and it's, it's like I got I got water in my ear the other day whenever I was at the barbershop, and sometimes my ear will, you won't be able to hear anything else except a, a ringing for like half a second, and that's what happened. I don't know if you guys noticed where I like jolted in my chair and like adjusted myself. My anxiety gets the best of me. I thought I was dying then too. I just, yes, hope, I just hope that neither of you feast on my balls, my eyeballs. Don't
2: worry. Nobody in this studio will eat you if you die here promise
1: nick tweets at underscore adam crowley at real underscore rob rossi that underscore is going on that was great radio comma yins period thank you comma my friend period up next wow my computer died i don't have my t's because i didn't print it out but we got randy slack at the top of the hour you're listening to the crowley show okay no yeah, Kelly clarkson Joe's hot Oh my god, the mic was on We were just talking about A show that, or a movie That Brian saw last night, Brian, what was the movie? It was called Traitors Or
2: no, actually that was the other one I saw This was the Time Traveler's Wife You know, because it's a real manly movie So I'm sitting at home watching this all by myself And it's funny, because as I'm watching it Eric Bana is in it And he looks pretty damn hot in the thing, I gotta say Okay, he just does and the whole time I'm sitting there thinking this guy looks so much like Joe. Like exactly like Joe. Now I'm looking at Joe and I'm thinking that's Eric
1: Bannon in there. Now I'm looking at Eric Bannon and I'm thinking, nice. That dude's hot. He is hot. I've never been compared to a celebrity in my entire life. Except. Oh, yes, you have. For our boy.
2: Cap. D-Cap.
1: You walk into a Wendy's. You get hit on. Go into a Trader Joe's, you get hit on. You go into Bado's in Mount Levin, you get hit on. Uh, What can I say? I'm a hot man. You are. And you know what's going to make
2: you hotter? My six-pack. Nope. Because that's not happening. But the alternative is, we're going to shoot for Monday? Get your belly button pierced? We're not
1: shooting for Monday. We're doing it Monday. Stabbing for Monday? Six o'clock.
2: Now we're gonna get somebody professional in here. You don't want us to do it, do you? Let's just no, because I'll do it if you want me to. I will pierce your belly
1: button. It's gonna be like Parent Trap. You're gonna you're gonna rub some citrus fruit on my belly button and yeah. then put a lighter over the the needle and just shoot it on up, dude. We'll go Civil War style. I'll give you a bottle of whiskey, something to bite,
2: something to bite on, and then I'll just pierce it. No
1: problem. I've got steady hands. As the guy who freaked out today. Because of what was probably heartburn. I'm going to have to say, Brian, I don't want you guys possibly giving me a terrible infection. would not. We've joked on the show before about what we die from on Oregon Trail. I don't need meningitis getting in through some belly button wound. That's not what I'm looking for here, okay? I want to look pretty so that I can wear. That's what I'll wear for the damn sports debate. I'll have my belly button pierced, and I'll wear a cut-off shirt. I'll look like Joey Porter walking up in this bitch.
2: You will. You will. You know what, though? I mean, YouTube. We can go on YouTube and figure out how to do it safely. I mean, that's how I figure out to do most things. I We could get this done. I mean, if you want to go professional, I get it, but, I mean, why not keep it in the show?
1: Do you want to see how little progress I've made? Yes, I do. Hold okay. on. Let me
2: stand up here.
1: Now, here's the thing. I haven't worked out once this week. Now, that, well... It depends. I played basketball on Monday. I played basketball today. That's not necessarily hardcore exercise, but it's a little bit of exercise. I look, and I, I bleep you not, Crowley Show Snowflakes. I look exactly, exactly like I did before I started this. The only difference is this I've got like half as much hair because it all got waxed off and now it's growing back. And a haircut too. And a haircut. I mean, I look good. Like I'm hot. But not. Eric, ban hot. Huh? Let's see it. Let's see it. Here's what I'm worried about. I'm going to milk this for a second. Because you're going to take off, or you're going to take a picture, and you're going to put it on the Facebook page, I assume? This is already video. It's on video right now? Yeah. Are you Facebook-living this shit? I'm shoes? not
2: Facebook-living it because I'd like to tease that it would go up there later, but uh, we'll put it up after the
1: segment. But, okay. Yeah, but we are on video right now. Well, since we're on video, here's what I'm afraid of. When you sit there and there, like, a red line creases in you, because oh, I don't want that to be there. That makes everything look, like, ten times worse. A hundred times. That line. Yeah, I don't need that line. So here's what we'll do. We got Randy Slack coming in in 15 minutes. I'll whip off the shirt that I'm going to stand until that moment. that fair?
2: Give me a little sneak peek. Just a little, little, little above the... Oh, yep.
1: Ooh. What do you mean,
2: Ooh. Whatever you However you would, oh, That part right there Is not bad. Yeah,
1: Kelly Clarkson. Oh boy dude What
2: So am I piercing it Or is a professional
1: <laughs> I mean I'm not a fat guy Not no. that there's anything Wrong with that No Especially if it runs In your family And you can't control it It's a Genetic problem Show Joe on the video Cause he's over there Dancing He looks damn good Look at this kid Joe trained today With Randy Slack for the TV Morning Show. So he's a little tired. I don't think Joe showered today. Joe, if I said that you did not shower, would you say that that was correct or, or am I wrong? You're, it is correct. Okay, very good. Are you going out with us after this? Uh, I don't think so. Not until later, maybe. You're not going to come out? I'm to do the show afterwards. You're seeing the post, aren't you? And I'm seeing the post. Yeah. Joe's going to go see a movie on a Friday night instead of saying goodbye to Slack and partying with us. That's BS, man. 4129222874 is the number. Real quick, a little more let me see just a little more there. Alright, it's all off, baby! Oh, no! Oh, it's not even close! Oh no! Not even close! You're not even I'm not there! The good news
2: is you don't have that line, but you definitely don't have a six pack. There's no six pack to speak of! No, and there's like stubble from the shit. It's the, awful! Uh, oh wow man, that's a mess. I'm sorry. I love you, buddy. That's a mess down there. I'm unlovable!
1: It's a bummer. you not bad. I mean, not I mean, great. I mean I'm i not out of shape, I don't think. I'm like skinny fat.
2: Give, give it a pinch.
1: Oh, barely anything. No, like a real pinch. You, don't, you, don't. you come over and pinch it if you want to. You want me to. We yeah, got to get Ben's in here. <laughs> he pinches me, I pinch you. We'll all pinch each other. <laughs> this shirt's kind of baggy gonna hide things there's there's no considerable lean hangover though like i don't have an awning no you definitely do not no No. you're
2: not you're not fat guy no fat guy at all i
1: used to say it was my penis awning ah back when i was fat keeping it in the shade yes always Mm -hmm. and i it's difficult to keep mine in the shade Sun, I wish I didn't say that. Sun, I really wish I didn't sunshine, say that. I really, I feel bad about having said yes, that. That was bad. Shut up. And I was, I was looking at Katie when I started the sentence, and then I didn't want to be, ta- I didn't want to be looking up. at Katie, so I started looking at you, and I started looking. at This is bad. Shut up. We got to get out of here. We still got seven minutes left in this segment. Joe, give me a sports topic, any sports topic, and I'll riff on it. Go. Baseball. Baseball. How many stitches are there? How many stitches are in a baseball? I don't know. Do you know? You have no idea, do you? Do you know? That's why I asked.
2: No, I do not know.
1: Okay, Wikipedia probably knows. I'm gonna now sit down. <sighs> I was feeling all sexy because of my hair. And now my self-esteem is shot.
2: I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to mess with you. Alright, so I'm let's do, so
1: let's so let's do this. Let's do this real then. Let's do this real. Then we're gonna do it up even more because we'll Facebook live it. Coming up on Monday. How do you rate the body here? I mean, what? Wh- you want me to rate your body? Yeah. All right.
2: I'm secure enough that I think I could do that.
1: Well, I know you're secure enough. I just. You're a fit guy. I mean, aside from your dizzy spells and, you, know, and your you, death. I'll show you my belly. Oh, boy. I don't know. It might make me it's feel bad. It's not great. It's not great. Well, because you haven't been able to work out late. Okay. It's
2: not, it's not good. Okay. I haven't been working out much either.
1: Okay. So now that we've shown each other a bell. Okay, I feel I mean, better about we're it. We're better
2: friends, Because right? you,
1: you had a six-pack not that long ago. No, not And, then, and then you died at the bar. <laughs> you yeah. haven't been able to work out since. I
2: haven't since then. And before that, I was killing too many beers, eating uh Well, that's just the issue. Pie.
1: That's was, the biggest uh, freaking problem. Yeah. I think we're doing all right, right? Yes. We're, honestly, It's it's kind of similar. It really is. You... I think you're more muscular than I am. First
2: time I ever heard that.
1: Yeah. Thanks. I'm, not, I'm, I'll not, take I'm it. not a muscular guy. I would say this. We're both in shape, mm-hmm. but not in great shape. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We will be about pool season. See, now that's the goal we've now we've now moved <laughs> <Right>? the post. <laughs> yeah,
2: we moved it. Well, I mean, you'll have a nice belly button ring poolside. side.
1: Son <laughs> of a bitch. You'll be a- I think I agreed to doing it for two weeks. Keeping that thing in.
2: Yeah, and I think there's some medical issues there that you have to keep it in for a certain amount of time just to get it going so you don't get infection or something like that. But we're working with professionals. So I'll, uh, that will be nailed down, and we'll get them on to Pierce you. Let's
1: go to Jason in Youngstown, Ohio. Hello, Jason.
0: Hello. How are you guys doing
1: tonight? I'm okay. It was better before I had to take my shirt off.
0: So two questions for you. First, how long, you guys just went over it, but how long do you have to keep it in for?
1: I think two weeks.
0: What type are you getting? Are you getting a stud or are you going to get a dangly?
1: This is up to the staff. Yeah, we're thinking
2: dangly right now, but we're trying to do something like pit wise because Crowley's, uh, you know, he's got West Virginia blood running through him. That's his alma mater, and he loves West Virginia. So maybe, you know, put a pit thing hanging on a little dangly there. But the more feminine, the better, I think.
1: I'll agree with that.
0: Too bad. Now, out of all the things you've done, you know, the hair and the chest hair getting waxed, and now this. Which ones of these do <laughs> your wife just absolutely hate, or does she love any of them?
1: These are great questions, Jason. Oh, I love this. Guy. Yeah, this, this, this guy's clearly a P1 here. And I, I don't, Have we ever talked before? Have you ever called the show?
0: No, I listen to it all the time. I have the uh, IR radio app, and after work, I listen to it on my way home, and then whenever I'm just kind of walking my dog, I still have you on.
1: Well, much love, Jason. And I forgot the question, so repeat it, please.
0: Which ones of these. Ah, yes, the wife.
1: She did not like the chest hair thing, and I'll tell you why. It's an explicit detail. It made me break out terribly. Once, once, once the hair comes out, look, looking like a naked mole rat's not that bad. We've all seen swimmers. Like I kind of look like an Olympic swimmer without all the muscles and such. But there was there was there was a rash type thing on my chest, and it was itchy. And when you scratch it, things happen. That was the one she hated the least. The the. Hair coloring wasn't bad because my hair was so long and dense anyhow. It was no big deal. Are you still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still
1: here. Anything else, Jason? Nope,
0: that'd be it. Thank you.
1: Okay.
2: How do you think she's gonna feel about the piercing?
1: <sighs> well, yesterday she goes, You don't really have to do that, do you? I mean does she know she doesn't get the show, does she? She? She, <laughs> didn't, she didn't get the damn show. She told me the other day. Whenever I told the 911 story about how I called 911 on my mother in law, she said, You're not going to tell everyone about how my mom got mad at me, are you? And I said, No, not until Friday, whenever I'm telling people how you said that. But the thing was, she thought I was going to lead with that or something. That's not interesting. The interesting part is that the cops came to my house because I was afraid my wife was going to get abducted by her four foot nine mother. I mean, that's the funny part. She doesn't understand radio is the issue. That's
2: what she's got you for.
1: Stacy tweets, and by that I mean Stacy on the X. She says, "Love you. And-. Well, apparently there's a lot of here. There's a lot here to love. A big chunk.
2: You're not look my my negative reaction to the whole thing. That was bad. Was that you? Were... I mean, that was striking no, to it, me, it, Brian. It, okay, I mean like, that look. hit me right in the feels. All right, man. Let me let me get you feeling better here. It wasn't that you looked awful. It was that I was thinking about you getting pierced. I'm like, you did not make that was a six not pack. It. That's B.S. No, it was you did because not because I looked a six it up just a sign. The first time, because I could tell right away you there wasn't tell. a six pack. You knew yeah, it. you didn't have that little like what is that L-shaped muscle there? That little V shape, like the thing? penis V. The thing, yeah, the, 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 the signs that point to the yeah. the exit what ramp. My, what they call it, the
1: penis lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, so I could tell. Okay, well, so
2: I was feeling bad for you because I knew you were going to get pierced.
1: Do you know what sucks? What's that? Is that this, I, I could have been there easily because I worked out so much the last 2 months. I just I just couldn't give up the 15 beers per Saturday and I couldn't give up the awful food during the weekends.
2: Yeah, you clearly I mean, you were there. You could have done it. And and really? In the year of excellence, this punishment is so it's so appropriate right now.
1: So because we always like to have a running bit on the show because we always like me to get punished. <laughs> I am prepared to offer my listeners a new thing.
2: Oh, no. This hasn't been run by any of the show staff either.
1: No, and so I'm going to do it more carefully than I've done in the past. <laughs> okay. I'm not drinking any alcohol during the month of February.
2: Dude, don't make this bet. Do not make Just this bet,
1: Crowley. Just listen. Crowley? Just listen. I'm trying to be a friend, buddy. Just listen. I'm not, I'm not saying what I'll do to myself yet. That's a, that's between you guys and the listeners. Okay. I'm not drinking any alcohol for the month of February, and I'm only going to eat chicken and broccoli. Oh, no. That is my pledge to you, and if you have any proof that I violate this, you guys could punish me.
2: See, and that's a hard one right there. I mean, we might have to get well since Joe will be gone. Lana can get in on it. Yeah, but she—I have a feeling she's on your side to an extent. She doesn't want to see anything like the belly button. She or, probably or wants to look good though. She doesn't want the waxing to happen again. She doesn't want a belly button. She doesn't want any of that. So, I mean, look, I love your wife. She's a great girl, but I don't trust her in this situation, frankly. So maybe we have to have Tom move in with you for the month of February, since Joe will be gone. Tom can take the extra room in your house, prepare all your meals, make sure there's no alcohol, drive to you with work or drive with you to work.
1: I, I, it's, it's hard to police it. Randy Slack will determine the punishment next. It's the Crowley Show.